Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. Today, Lauren and I are talking about the things we no longer buy, as well as some of our favorite purchases. Adopting a minimalist lifestyle has not only helped us let go of excess things in our lives, but it's provided us with the clarity to better understand our needs, that we can be more intentional with our purchases and the things we keep in our homes. When we speak of physical excess, minimalism is really about owning what you need. And we hope that our discussion today will motivate you to reflect on your shopping behaviors, reduce your consumption, and let go of the things in your life that are no longer useful to you. Plus, by sharing our top minimalist lifestyle purchases, we hope to motivate you to keep simpler items, including sustainable alternatives that can help you reduce your footprint. Be inspired to understand your needs and buy better so that you can gain the space and time back to focus on the most important things in your life. So this is going to be super fun, Lauren, to give our listeners some background. The other day we were together and we were casually chatting and you started to talk about some of the items that you no longer buy. And you're like, we should talk about this in an episode. I was like, yeah, we really should. I can't believe we haven't yet. And I'm super curious about what you no longer buy. I'm sure it's not a long list (laughs) and what your favorite purchases are. And uh, I'm sure some of ours will probably overlap. Yeah, I, when I was trying to figure out what I no longer buy, I feel like the list wasn't that long because I didn't buy that much to begin with. So, <laughs> As the innate minimalist. <laughs> yeah, as the innate one. So my few that made the list, the first two were things for other people. So when I buy gifts, I no longer buy physical stuff for people. I always buy concert tickets or a gift card to a spa or a bottle of wine or flowers or golf balls that they'll lose. (laughs) Just (laughs) things like that, that aren't going to stick around in their home for years. And I know that they might not get that much use out of. So that was one of the biggest things I stopped buying. Okay. Random things at the grocery store. I'm very intentional now about actually making my meal plan and my list for the week and only buying what's on it. I feel like especially you and I living downtown, Kelly, it's so convenient to just drop into a store all the time. And, you know, you see stuff, oh, I could use that. Oh, I might want to try that. And all of a sudden you, you know, your basket's full of all of this stuff. So I really try to stick to a list and just go once a week if I'm able to do it. And random articles of clothing. I feel like you know, once I really mastered the closet before I would kind of just shop for entertainment or my friend, you know, if you meet up with a friend, you might go to the mall or even if you're, you're waiting for someone, you have 30 minutes to kill, you might walk around a store and I would just look at clothes. Or if you're traveling, you would just look at clothes because you would go shopping when you're traveling. And I don't do that anymore. I have my 20 outfits for my season. I wear them on rotation. I don't need to be buying random articles of clothing for my closet anymore. Another thing I don't buy is feminine hygiene products. After we interviewed the founders of Proof Underwear, I this isn't even sponsored, but I have nothing but good things to say about that underwear. I have been wearing it every cycle for over a year now. It's so comfortable and I haven't bought any feminine hygiene products since I started using them. Yeah, I was going to just add that it is a period underwear for those who aren't familiar with it. Yeah, sorry, I didn't say that. Saran wrap or Ziploc bags. 
So I don't do, I know that can be super convenient and you don't have to wash them, but I do really try to stick to glass containers instead of buying the Ziploc or the plastic bags anymore, which also drastically reduces how much money you're spending every month. If you're constantly having to buy Ziploc bags or feminine hygiene products, my overall spending has gone down for those two things too. Shaving cream. I used to use shaving cream when I would do my legs and, but one day I ran out of shaving cream. So I just used soap and it worked the same. So I never bought shaving cream again. I'm the exact same way. I used to buy the little Gillette for women as shaving creams and I just use my Dove soap bar. (laughs) Yeah. And they're expensive. They are. When I no longer need a product, I get so excited. I'm like, yes, my routine and products I need to buy is one less now. (laughs) And you're also saving the environment because all these products are super packaged. They are. Yeah. And they're expensive. Mm -hmm. Makeup removing wipes. I used to always use those every single night. You you know, you go to a friend's sleepover and everyone's like, who's got the makeup remover wipes? Right. (laughs) So I don't buy those anymore. I just use soap and a washcloth. Again, it just kind of happened that one night I didn't have them and I just used soap and a washcloth. It worked completely fine. So I never bought them again. I don't buy notebooks, calendars, or agendas anymore. So I Mm. digitalized all of that. I use use iCal for everything. It's so convenient. It pops up on your phone. It notifies you. I can check my phone. I, I don't, I write everything in my notebook on my digital one on my phone and laptop. So I don't have physical notebooks anymore. Yeah. Digitizing everything is the best. It saves so much space. I know that physically writing out your goals in your own handwriting has more an effect, but I still can't bring myself to buy a piece of paper. (laughs) So I'm just going to keep it digital cards. So (laughs) I do digital cards now. And if I want to send a thank you card or a happy birthday card, you can actually add gifts into the cards now too, like gift cards. They have Ella card, which you can add a Starbucks gift card or Uber It just makes it so convenient. If someone's not feeling well, you can send them a get well card with like an Uber Eats so they can get soup or something. And it's all digitized and it's super convenient. So that's one less thing I have to buy. And the last one was one-time purchases. There are so many times where you need a new Halloween costume, you're going to an event. If I'm only going to use it once, I either try to borrow it or just use something that I already have. Like even Kelly and I last Christmas went to a Hogwarts party for Harry Potter. Fun. Yeah, Yeah, it was so fun, but we needed costumes for it. And I was like, I'm only buying a costume. If I can wear this for Halloween, I can get some use out of it over the next few years. So I ended up really liking the costume and I will wear it again. But if I'm just going to use something one time, I will not buy it. It's just too much of a waste in my eyes. It was such a beautiful costume. You have to keep that and wear it again. (laughs) So good. I wear it to work. I'm like, I got to get used out of it. (laughs) (laughs) A true minimalist. (laughs) You're like, where's your your tie from? Oh, it's a part of, you know, the the Harry Potter costume I had at one event that I attended. I got to get used out of it. It's so funny. It's one of my 20 outfits now. (laughs) (laughs) That's so good that you actually really, you do have more or is that it? Cause you covered a lot. That's awesome. Oh yeah. That's it. 
Like so, I was saying, I, that was a hard list to come up with. I'm like, I don't really buy much to begin with, let alone yeah. what do I not buy anymore? I'm excited to hear what you have to say, though. Yeah, I know you talk about your soap often because we used to buy body wash. Body wash really adds up. It is so, so expensive. My dad the other day, he was like, well, if you're trying to get, you know, two or three things out of one thing that you buy, you should buy two in one shampoo and conditioner. Now, that's one thing I still can't buy. <laughs> it no. just doesn't work. Yeah, not with my fine hair. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So we need we need the separate stuff. But I will go into mine. I kind of have a longer list and I hope it's helpful for our listeners. So the first, when I started adopting this lifestyle, started looking around my place and I realized that I had a lot of knickknacks. I come from a family that likes their stuff and their little souvenirs that they collect on their travels. And so I went around my house and I said, you know, what are the things around me that are not useful to me and that are just rather collecting dust? So I went around, I got rid of all those things, including magnets on the fridge little souvenirs around the house. I just found that it was visual clutter. And so once I took it away, I was like, ah, oh, so nice. The second thing I took away were floor mats. I grew up in a house with, and most homes have this, a little mat under the kitchen sink area where you stand to wash dishes, a little mat under the bathroom sink area, uh, as well as uh, sometimes people have carpets around their toilets as well. I got rid of all of those things, because that's what I grew up in. I was like, oh, you're supposed to have these things, which makes it so much easier to clean the floors. And if some people are thinking, oh, I like it for my feet, get some slippers. Makes it so much easier. You don't need those things. A lot of them are collecting hair and dust and just dander. Yeah, uh, and they're so ugly, those mats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I would clean my parents' house, they always had that mat at the sink and I would move it. And they're like, where's their sink mat? I'm like, it's ugly. <laughs> 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 that's so funny that's like us and front door mats for shoes you and I we both don't like it and so I have one because sometimes it rains but I keep it in my closet so I keep my shoe mat in my closet so it's hidden so you don't have to see it which is kind of nice also fast fashion items I now pay a little bit more up front for high quality pieces we talk about this a lot it's the whole idea is price per wear for buying items that will get us more wares out of it in the long run versus a fast fashion item that might only last two or three wears. Excess hangers in the closet in front hall. I, I try not to hang hangers that don't have clothes or jackets on them or, or pants. So I will keep those in my storage bin so I don't have to look at them. Also excess footwear. I've talked about how many pairs of shoes I have. I try to buy shoes that will allow me to do multiple things in them. I'm very athletic. I like to play sports, but originally I'm like, oh, I need a basketball shoe. I need a shoe for this sport and this sport. But I realized I could get away with a runner for a lot of the sports that I play, which is great. So, and I have one runner slash walking shoe and one runner that I go for long runs in. So you don't need so many pairs of shoes. And you and I, we, people always are so curious, like how many shoes do you have? We look like women that would have a lot of stuff, which is the funny part, but we have one pair of beige heels, one pair of black heels, one sandal, just very simple, something that will really match each outfit that we wear. But again, if you love shoes, go for it. If you wear them, different colors, you have a big colorful wardrobe, go for it. But just for you and I, I know this is something that we stick to. And I'll go into more. So extra kitchen items. So I've tried, I used to have a ton of cookbooks. I don't know if you remember my old place, Lauren, I had a bunch of cookbooks 
I gave them all to my mom and my brother. I've now, I just follow recipes online, which is great. Yeah. You can just bring it up on your phone and follow yes. it. Or yeah. you could get the cookbook on iBook and bring it up on your phone. <laughs> yeah. Or you can put it up on your laptop while you're cooking. It's great. I mean, I, I prefer it that way. I also got rid of unnecessary appliances and I store little kitchen utensils that I'm not using every day. You know, the things that you use once in a while. And another area I want to get into is home decor or decorations. So some people will ask me like, oh, how do you decorate your place? Well, I do it with intention. So I decorate my place with only a few things. If you think about it, flowers and plants, because I like the feeling of being in, you know, the outside indoors. I have candles. And then on my kitchen counter, I have things that I use every day that are kind of like pieces of art, like my white Nespresso maker and my Beast Blender. I don't know if anybody's heard of the Beast Blender. It's not a sponsor, but I absolutely love it. It's like the perfect minimalist blender and it blends everything. It does everything. So I love it. And it's very inexpensive, which is great. And then I have my microphone on my white desk. So that just pops. And uh, I no longer buy faux plants. I used to have fake plants in my house and they would just collect dust. I don't know why I ever did that. <laughs> And then when it comes to keeping my house clean, I, I am constantly cleaning my place and I used to use chemicals. Like I used to use chemical sprays and I've replaced all of those with more organic, all-purpose natural sprays that clean counters, mirrors, and windows. They clean everything. So you don't need like 10 bottles. You just need that one bottle sometimes and, and a toilet cleaner. I think that's, those are the only two that I, that I own. And I also read, Lauren, online that you can make your own at-home cleaner. It's very easy. It's just vinegar and lemon and a couple other ingredients. And you can, have, you can make it yourself. I, I'm actually going to try it soon. I think that's so cool. Um, in undergrad, I lived with a girl. And I, I told her that. I'm like, listen, I'm going to start cleaning the place with vinegar, okay? And she's like, no. Like, we need something that actually kills germs and that doesn't smell like vinegar. Like, stop being weird. <laughs> Well, it's a proven hey. it's a proven way of cleaning. Oh, it does clean it. I love the idea. And you can put essential oils in it so it smells Ooh. nice. And yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm going to take on that challenge. I have a dollar store across the street, which by the way, dollar stores are underrated. Dollar stores are amazing. I used to buy garbage bags from expensive stores like Shoppers or in the US, Rite Aid. And then you go to the dollar store and you're like, wow, this is a quarter of the price. What am I thinking? Like, what am I doing? So you know, again, and they have a lot of, they have everything there. They have everything. <laughs> My dad used to be like, I love dollar stores. I'm like, okay, dad. I mean, there's certain things you don't want to buy there, but there's a lot of really economical stuff that could last a long time too. So we talked about soap, uh, also individual bottles of hand soap. I don't buy that anymore. I buy a big giant bottle that I can pour into the little bottles in my house because it costs way less money. So I also used to buy large packs of bottled water back in my old apartment. I can't believe I remember it. I, that. I did. Do you remember that? I yeah. did that for like three, three or four years. And I feel this is before I adopted this lifestyle. And I, I, I can't. It, first of all, it's not healthy to drink out of plastic water bottles. I'm sure you've read about that. Yeah. And second of all, it's just ruining the environment. So I got a Brita, gosh, well over five years ago now, and it's changed my life. It's the best. <laughs> and a reusable water bottle. I remember seeing your case of water bottles when we first met in your closet. And I was thinking, I'm like, I could never buy 
plastic water bottles because I drank like three to four liters of water a day. I would go broke. <laughs> you do. I never thought about that. <laughs> actually, actually, I was thinking about the soda stream and I love soda water. And I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, should I get a soda stream? And I did the math. And for how much I drink soda water, it, it would actually make more sense for me to buy a soda stream. So yeah, it could. that's also something to think about. And you know that I love my granola bars, Lauren. I love my granola bars, but I used to buy individual bars. Each individual bar is like $4 each. It's not smart to do it that way. So I try to buy boxes and luckily I have the willpower not to eat the entire box in a sitting. <laughs> but if you don't, I guess just buy individual, but it just makes more sense that way. I'm also trying to bake more so that I have more snacks that I can control the ingredients in packaged spices. I used to buy a ton of spices. It does not make sense, especially if those spices aren't used every day. So go to your local bulk store and get individual spices for what you're cooking. Love that. You know, I love milk. So I've been drinking milk for so many years. Most people don't like milk, but I like milk. <laughs> I still drink it. And I've decided to use reusable glass jars now instead of buying the cartons. Because honestly, milk right now is $8 Canadian, which is insane. I'm like, should I stop my addiction? Like, I don't know. Anyway, something I'm debating. Less coffees out. I'm not buying coffee out as much. I have my lovely Nespresso maker and I recycle the pods. I love it. It saves me going out for, I used to go out for coffee every day. Now I don't. And it's so great. Save me so much time. I have a reusable coffee mug as well. So I'll take that with me. Less paper towels. So I am the paper towel queen and I'm trying to change that. And so I bought a bunch of Swedish dish cloths. They kind of act like a paper towel and they're reusable, I think up to 70 to 100 times. I've talked about it once before. And it's just really saving on paper towel. Paper towels are so expensive. Yeah, I never bought paper towel. So that's why when people buy them, I'm like, what do you use it for? Wait, you don't, you've never bought paper towel? I've never bought it. So what do you use? I just have dishcloths in my kitchen. That's amazing. But I have a few of them and I wash them weekly. But I, yeah, I never got into using paper towel. What about washing the mirrors? How do you do that? I have cleaning cloths that I wash weekly too. Mm, okay. That's great. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So a couple more items, plastic baggies, you, you covered that. Instead, you can get stasher bags. It's great. Also plastic containers. I know you've also no longer buy these. It's, I just use a few glass ones. Now I no longer buy, I also no longer buy pre-made meals and cut fruit. It's a lot more money than just cutting it yourself and new makeup or skincare items. I try to finish all products before I buy anything new like you. I also avoid unnecessary beauty items. Less really is more. There's a couple of times where I've slept over at other people's homes and I realized water really is a natural cleanser. You don't need all this excess stuff and you can, you can really get lost in those stores if you're not intentional with what you need. Also excess stationary products like you, pens, pencils, notebooks. I got rid of all of that. I only have the notebook for my bullet journal, physical books. I'm now audiobooks only. So I don't buy physical books. That being said, I do have the intention of creating a tiny bookshelf of all the books of all the authors that I've interviewed thus far. So, mm, so that'd because, be really cute. Yeah, that's what I want. And it, it's a part of what I do. And I, and I love, I love the way books look 
And, you know, if you're someone who loves books, keep books. But these are just some of the things that we no longer buy. And then things that are on sale. Finally, things that are on sale. I no longer just get excited when I see something on sale. Because a lot of the time, especially my mother, she'd be like, oh, it's on sale. I was like, well, what if it wasn't on sale? Would you still buy it? No, I probably wouldn't wouldn't really care. It's like, well, then you don't need it. <laughs> That's so, like my mom. Yeah. The only time I notice a sale is when it's on my list and I'm going to literally grab it and I see the little it's on sale. And I'm like, oh, nice. And then oh, I, yeah. yeah, but I was going to get it anyways. It's a nice perk when that you find yeah. that. Uh, so I don't know if you've watched the Netflix series, How to Get Rich. Have you seen that? Yes, I love it. And I read his book. Oh, you did. So his name yes. is Remit, Remit Sethi. He, mm-hmm. he recently posted on his Instagram and I, ne- I really wanted to bring this up. He said, one thing I will never spend money on is paying for laundry at hotels. So that's what he said. And then he asked the question to his listeners or to his followers, what's the one thing you won't ever spend money on? And people's responses included Uber Eats and grocery delivery services because of the extra charges. So they want to save money. Coffee's out, cheap clothes and shoes, cable TV, bottled water, food at the movies and lottery tickets. But there was a long list, but those are just a few. It's interesting Um, to ask yourself that question. It's like, oh, what are the things I won't ever spend money on? Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard one. I never get Uber Eats for that reason, actually. I can't justify Mm. it. Especially in Toronto, you can walk two blocks and get almost any type of food. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I, I would never spend money on. Actually, I just got back from a trip last week and I was walking through first class and I was like, I don't know if I would ever spend money on this. Yeah. I'm happy back in the economy with my cheap wine and my movie. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. But you can also sleep standing up. So as someone who can't sleep, uh, like sitting up, That's it's fair. a struggle for me. So, but that being said, I used to work for Air Canada, as you know, so I was spoiled. I got to fly in business and to be honest, most of the people that fly business is their companies that pay for it. So it's yeah. that and uh, or they work for the airline. <laughs> yeah, I've never flown business. So maybe once if I ever do, then I'll change my mind. But yeah, yeah. Why, what's something you would never spend money on? I just like to spend my money intentionally. So if it feels wrong, I just know not to spend it on. I don't know. I can't think of exactly yeah. what in this moment. I definitely want to buy lottery tickets. I don't think I ever have. I get lottery tickets every Christmas from my my dad, aka Santa, in <laughs> over Christmas. But I think that's the only time I ever scratch and I always lose. So yeah, I don't know. I don't really buy those either. I remember I had a job maybe when I was like 25 and everyone wanted to like pool money every month to buy lottery tickets. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> Oh, really? I'm like, but with my luck, they'll all win and quit and then I'll still be there. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, that's something I would be a part of. Yeah. Well, I feel like you always hear the time where it's like this corporation won and now everybody's splitting it. Could you imagine the your corporation won, everyone's splitting it and then except for Lauren? <laughs> yeah. The minimalist who wouldn't give us five bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Oh my gosh. Actually, speaking of the minimalists, I, I listened to their podcast yesterday and it was about bulk items. And I wanted to touch on this because I know for me, I like to buy certain items in bulk when it comes to protein bars, 
to maybe floss or a couple toothbrushes. So I'm all about the idea of having backups. So I like to buy backups. I buy backups of bars of soap, toothbrushes. I buy backups of certain foods and snacks that I have, but I don't always have them in sight. So I have them out of sight. I have this little storage bin in my closet where I put those extra items. So if I run out of floss, I don't have to be like, oh no, I don't have floss. And I, I can go in and know that there's that one extra item. So I do like that. And I remember Joshua mentioning, he's the same way. He likes a couple backups. It's just the way thing he does things. But they all talked about how you should watch out for over buying bulk items because sometimes we buy so much bulk that we're not actually going to use. So it doesn't really make sense. Like how much of that space is being occupied that maybe you could clear clear out. So be careful with overbuying bulk items as well. Yeah, I really need to start the backup thing because I don't have any backup to anything. I know. And when I run out of floss, I don't floss my teeth for two days. I run out of shampoo. I have to wear my hair back. Like I, oh my God, I run out of dish soap. We're getting takeout until someone goes to the drugstore, but it's, it's not good. I, even it's the makeup I have. You can't tell when it's going to be the last pump. Oh. And I, I did the pump and nothing came out. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not wearing makeup today. <laughs> so I I have to be careful with stuff like that when I travel, though, because then mm. I'm out for a whole week or longer. But yeah, no, I it's nice to have one extra. I get that. I, I should probably get on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you should. You should. It's really nice to have. So we'll go into things we buy as minimalists. But before we do, I just wanted to share some advice on how to watch out for impromptu or impulse purchases. So I was reading an article on newswire.com and it shared how Americans have reported spending an estimated 51% more today on a monthly basis on impulse spending than they did back in 2020. It's crazy. crazy. So well, everything and, was closed in 2020. So. Well, yeah, I guess, but <laughs> not online, then, though, not online. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all those items that are at the checkout, you know, so like candy, gum, energy drinks, cleaning supplies, like, you know, treat yourself snacks and things like that. So when you shop, try your best to go into the experience with intention. I also read an article by greenwithless.com. It's called how to stop impulse buying. This writer shares six tips. Number one is declutter your home. And I love that. It's review the items that you already own so you have an idea of what you need. She suggests do a shopping ban. As I mentioned in my episode with Anthony Ongaro, who talks about don't buy, stop buying things that you don't need. It's episode 170 if you want to check that out. Uh, Set a budget for yourself. Give yourself a few days to think about a purchase before you buy it. As the men will say, the 30-30 rule. You know, if it's more than $30, wait 30 hours. Go shopping with a list, as you mentioned in the beginning. Avoid shopping when you are hungry, sad, or stressed, especially when you're hungry, because you will definitely overbuy. I've definitely yeah. found myself there. And find a hobby you love that breaks the shopping ex- obsession. Do other things. You know, it's, I love how you've mentioned in a past episode, Lauren, about how a lot of your friends, they always want to do things like go shopping or go for fancy dinners. And you're like, why don't we just go for a walk? 
you know yeah or coffee or mm-hmm. just um some I have a girlfriend I've known since kindergarten actually from my hometown and anytime we hang out we always just like grab a tea and we'll sit for hours in a coffee shop laughing our heads off and catching up and I'm like this is such a true friendship that we don't have to like be out spending hundreds of dollars on alcohol or fancy dinners or Mm. so yeah and it also it's so nice to double up with a friend to like go for a walk go for a bike ride go to a workout class you can like get in that social time with your friends but also get in your activity for the day and you're Mm -hmm. not left so exhausted then you can go home and relax without having to like go to the gym and then go to drinks so and it's healthier yeah I would say the same thing about you and me we we yeah. also just enjoy the little things in life. Yeah, I feel like even for our birthday, we'll be like, oh, like, let's go for tea or it's so nice. We'll go for fancy tea, though, at the nice hotels in Toronto. Yeah, still, I would like cheap, still cheaper than going for drinks. It is. I know. Mm. I know. Well, unless you get high tea, that's pricey. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Your birthday is actually coming up. And now that we talked about e-cards, I think I'm going to get you an e-card because I don't think you actually want a physical card. <laughs> Yeah, just write me a nice message that I can delete. (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing I want to share is how to shop like a minimalist. I mentioned this in my recent discussion with Tracy McCubbin. We suggest that you stop, you think before you shop, you research the items. And what is my budget if I do buy something that I need? And more questions when you are shopping, when you're actually out there, you can ask questions such as, do I need this? do I love this? Does this item have many uses? Can I afford to buy it? Will I be completely 100% satisfied? Am I shopping intentionally? Is this in line with my lifestyle or my mission? Will I wear or use this item a year from now or five years from now? And if this is a clothing item, does this item fit me well? Does it make me feel my best? And do I already own something similar? Is this quality material? Is it sustainably made? These are just some of the questions that you can ask yourself. And I know something that you and I really, really press is that it's so helpful to have a, a needs and wants list, a necessities versus nice to haves list, because it will make it so much easier to go out there and shop. Yeah. And also knowing how long you're going to use something for is a like when you go to buy something, it's like, okay, how long am I going to use this? Am I going to use this for the next few years? Or is this just like a one-time random, I'm bored, like a little kid and want to go home and play with it right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, really figuring out what you actually need. Like I've said to Kelly before, the biggest part of minimalism is just knowing what you need. <laughs> a lot of us are so confused with it. Yeah. And then also think about when you buy something, how much that something is going to cost you over the long run. Because even with a soda stream, for example, you have to buy the CO2 every month or two months. So that's going to cost you every every few months. You know, if you buy a nice silk shirt, you're probably going to have to dry clean that item. So think about not just the cost when you buy it, but the other costs that are <laughs> going to come along the along the way. So for sure. All right. So things I buy or things we buy as minimalists. So actually, you were just talking about your rich life. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing he said, which I thought was so funny because I was the complete opposite. He said that he doesn't care to like spend the premium on food, but he loves really nice hotels. Yes. Whereas I'm the complete opposite. I will, I'll go to Whole Foods and spend more money on like 
super expensive honey, but I don't care about hotels. I feel like people, it's nice to stay in nice hotels, but as long as it's safe and clean, I'm just going there to sleep and get ready. It's not like I'm spending very much time in a hotel room. So that's one thing I definitely spend money on as a minimalist is good quality food. I know it's good for me long-term. It's good for my longevity. It's good for my energy levels. It's better for the environment. Like there's just so many pros. And one thing about buying higher quality food, like I, I like to go for drinks and dinner sometimes. I think it's fun and it's it's a good social thing. But to go for dinner, you could go to Whole Foods or a specialty grocery store and buy really good quality food for an entire week for what it costs to go out to a nice restaurant or mm. have drinks. So I don't know, just figuring out your priorities with stuff like that. I really like to put my money into good quality food. Um, articles of clothing that fit in my wardrobe and that I will wear for years. So you know, I'm really ruthless when I shop, making sure it's exactly what I want. I'm going to get a lot of use out of it. I only buy products that I consistently use. Mm. So the beauty about my makeup routine and the makeup that I own is that I use every single piece every single day. So I don't have all of these random eyeshadows and just different products that I'm like testing or don't really like or know if I'm going to use them. I either wear it every day or I don't. <laughs> so I'm really good at just buying exactly what I use. I have a few extras like spray tan and deep conditioner for my hair that I'll use every once in a while. But most of the things I use are on a daily basis of what I own. Uh, a good multivitamin. I know you yeah. do athletic, athletic greens. Yeah, I did that for morning. a while. I love it. I, whenever I go a day without it, because I'm sleeping somewhere else, I'm like, I can't wait to rush home and get my, get my dose. I'm obsessed. Yeah. They taste so good. They so good. Um, nice wine. I love my wine. I love going to wine regions. I love doing wine tastings and reading wine books. So I will go and buy a nice bottle of wine at the LCBO and enjoy it. That is one thing I'll buy at uh, classes. You know me, I'm always signed up for some type of certification or comedy yep. writing something. <laughs> and people message me, they're like, where are you? I'm like, I'm uh, in comedy writing class. <laughs> I'm like a little kid. I remember when I at work, I would have to tell my boss, I'm like, I have to leave early. I have piano lessons. He's like, are you 10 years old? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that, though. You always yeah. find things. It's really great. Yeah, no, it keeps my mind active. Uh, digital books. I spend mm -hmm. a lot of money on books. The spa, that is one place I will buy and spend money on. Uh, trips mm -hmm. and all-purpose cleaner. So I know you talked about this in mm. the last one, but it makes such a difference to only have one cleaning product and clean everything with it. And then I have a mop that I can wash the bottom of it and the cloth that I can wash every week. So I don't That's have to throw great. anything out when I clean. I only have one product. Yeah. And you know, you know what, Lauren, we have a lot of overlaps, which is great. So like you eBooks, I, I like to buy experiences over things, organic foods as much as I can. Again, high quality clothing, things with dual or multiple functions, including the all purpose spray. And to simplify everything for our listeners, I always suggest thinking about your space as a place where you eat, a place where you sleep, a place where you relax, and or a place that you may work. 
And so how do you want to feel in each space? And what do you need or what do you use and don't use in each space? This will help you figure out what you do need. And so for me, as a minimalist, I like to focus on the essentials. You know, if you go into my place, it's like, literally, I've got the couch, got a few picture frames, got my desk, some candles and and plants that give some decoration to the place, but it's very minimal. So for me, I like to focus on the, the essentials. So as a minimalist, I like to buy the simple things. So that I can focus on the most important things, which are usually outside of the home or on the laptop. <laughs> and we'll get into this because we're, we're going to share all of our best minimalist lifestyle purchases. And I think this category will be really, really helpful for all of our listeners. So I'll, I'll actually go into it, Lauren. So the first item, and you know this item in my life, I bought a Reigns backpack. It is a waterproof backpack. It's by the brand Reigns. Again, not a sponsor. I bought this bag five years ago. And then a little clip broke, but it was under warranty. And they gave me a brand new bag. So I've had this brand new bag for the past, I mean, it's, I guess not, not brand new anymore, two years now. I remember leaving that store like that. I felt like that girl in the Ikea commercial where she leaves and she's like running to her car because she can't believe how cheap everything is. Like that's how I felt leaving that store. I was like, oh my gosh, I got a brand new Reigns bag. So Reigns backpack, I use it every day to carry my laptop. I'll empty it to carry groceries. I'll go for weekend hikes and it will hold my reusable water bottle and my sunscreen. It's not on one side of my body. So there's less pressure on my shoulders. I also bought a high quality laptop. I spent a lot of time on my computer. I have a tiny iPhone. I got the mini because I love that it fits in all my pockets. I have, I bought a white clean standing desk that has the option to sit or stand. Brings me a lot of clarity. Again, in terms of my decor, plants and flowers, I like to buy new plants and flowers. Another purchase that I made is my Nespresso maker, my Beast blender. They're both white and minimalist. I use them every day. Reusable water bottle, Britter filter, uh, cotton produce bags. I have a ton of those. So I bring them with me if I'm grocery shopping and, not if, and if everything doesn't fit in my backpack. I also recommend a good pillow, comfortable bedding and sleepwear. I know you really pushed this in the closet course, Lauren, that people invest in a nice piece of sleepwear so that when you wake up, you feel your best. You know, you don't feel messy or just like out of sorts. You kind of feel put together. You know, it's in your sleepwear, a storage container for important papers, stationary items and extra toiletry items that I don't need to look at every day and extra, extra cords and cables and whatnot. I have all those labeled. I'm about to purchase a clear stacked storage bin for my shoes so that I can see them all lined up. I'm so excited for this. And of course, I have storage containers for my seasonal clothing. I bought two of them. They're garment containers. If anybody wants the link, just DM us on Instagram. I can send you the link on Amazon. They have saved my life. I love them. They look beautiful too. I have a tiny box for tools, a sewing kit, and again, additional kitchen accessories that I don't use every day. So those are my best minimalist purchases. I love it. Okay. Mine, I have a lot of overlap with you as well. Okay. <laughs> so definitely my Nespresso machine. I remember I gave you my old coffee maker and you gave it to your dad. <laughs> oh, my parents still use it to this day. It's been like five years. They're so grateful for you, Lauren. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad someone got use out of it because I didn't want to just throw it out. But I, I didn't like having a regular coffee maker. I feel like I had to put all the coffee grinds in, fill up the water and it, and then wait for it 
it's so nice waking up in the morning and just pressing a button and then being able to sit down with my book. So that drastically changed my morning routine and just simplified it. So one of my best purchases is an espresso machine. Also, I have a funny story. When I was in high school, I said to one of my friends, I'm like, oh, I really want to move to like the big city and be one of those people who has a nice coffee machine, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then one morning I woke up and I was making coffee. I was like, oh, my God, I did it. I, I live in the big city now and I have my fancy <laughs> coffee machine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was one of my best purchases. I have, a, you know, those rolls that people put around their neck on flights? Yes. Pillows. Like neck pillows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I bought a blow up one 10 mm-hmm. years ago and it is smaller than a sunglass case. I just put it in my purse when I travel. And when I'm on a flight or a car or anything, a train long distance, I can just blow it up and rest my head on it on the window and fall right asleep. So that has been one of the best purchases that I've used for over a decade. And it wasn't even that expensive, which was great. A good quality coat. I bought a coat, a winter jacket nine years ago. It was like $700 and I was 24, 25. So that was like a paycheck. I really invested in this coat, but I wore it for nine years and every winter and it was so warm. I had, you know, gotten it like the sleeves fixed and it dry cleaned. I finally had to get a new one last year, but I was like, this coat did me well. Like I definitely got my money's worth out of it. Also a dryer rack. I don't put any of my clothes in the dryer. So I only put my towels and my bed sheets in the dryer. Everything else I hang to dry and then steam if it needs it. So it's a lot easier on your clothes. My clothes last a lot longer and it's more environmental. You're not using electricity from doing it. So my dryer rack has done me well. Um, Uniform hangers and uniform dishes. That is like one of the most beautiful minimalist look is when you open a closet and it's all the same hangers or you open the cupboards and it's all the same dishes. I don't have that as much anymore that I live with my boyfriend. I remember when I moved in, he had this mug that said King of Dad jokes. And I was like, I can't live here. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I can't live with this mug. You just like yeah. your white, 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 white mugs with nothing on them. <laughs> we do still have a few mismatched mugs, but I'm working through them. I guess you have to compromise at some points in your life. Uh, My reusable water bottle and my reusable coffee mug. I use them so much, especially if I'm going into the office in the morning. I can just make my coffee and go in or make a tea if you're going for a walk in the evening. And my Ballet Beautiful subscription. I have had this for nine years. I've been doing this workout since I was 25 years old. I love it. I do it three to six times a week. I just do it on my bedroom floor. I do it when I travel. It's just been one of those things I've been able to be so consistent with. I love it so much. It is worth every cent to me. And my last one would be a handheld steamer. I use it probably every single week. It really keeps my clothing in good condition without having to like dry clean it or pulling out an iron and an ironing board. So those are my best purchases I've ever made as a minimalist. That's great. I actually, you made me think of something. I also have a packable duffel bag and a packable backpack. It's so cool. So basically it's packed in this little, 
I don't know, this like you zip it up and you make it really small and then you unzip it and it becomes a backpack or a duffel, which is great for traveling because if you're going to buy something while you travel, you can just open that up and fill that bag. So I find that those are super helpful as well. Now, today we covered a lot of items that help us live more sustainably and reduce our environmental footprint. But is there anything else that you want to add? I, I just, uh, I know we've covered water bottles, coffee filters, reusable shopping bags, uh, clean household sprays and detergents and soaps, some other items, a natural deodorant. I've been using Native. I'm sure a lot of listeners have heard of them. It's actually, they're not a sponsor, but I, I wish they were. They are wonderful. Also a bamboo toothbrush is also a more sustainable way. And green bags for veggies and fruit biodegradable bamboo toilet paper, which I found out about yesterday. I had no idea that that was a thing, which is brilliant. You can also buy zero waste laundry detergent sheets called Kind Laundry. I thought that was super interesting. And and if our listeners want to learn more about some more sustainable swaps, I highly recommend you go back and listen to our episode with Tara McKenna in episode 132. She talks about sustainable swaps for your household. Like she'll literally say, Hey, this is something you own. Here's something to replace it with. Here are some alternatives. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. I feel my biggest things for sustainable. I mean, just buying less packaged food at the grocery store makes a huge difference. Like fruits, vegetables, not using the plastic bag. I just put them in my cart and I feel I'm like, want people to see, I'm like, look, I didn't use the bag and I'm eating healthy. Everyone look over. Yeah. Uh, cleaning cloths. I, like you said, with using paper towel, I, I just have a few cloths that I'll like dust and do the mirrors. And then I, I can just wash them with the mop bottom every week. And it's so nice to not have to rebuy stuff. Like I said, it's a lot cheaper too. And the bar of soap. That was one of the biggest things. I remember when I switched over from body wash, I was like, this is so much cheaper and it's so much more sustainable. The bar of soap, I feel like lasts longer. And you can buy bars of soap that only have a few ingredients with olive oil and things that are really good for your skin. So mm-hmm. just overall, it I didn't like the way it looked in my shower, but I got over that. <laughs> I remember the day that you figured out I can buy a bar of soap for so much cheaper. You literally called me and got so excited. I was like, wow, you and I are such nerds. Yeah, I, I did the math. I'm like, Kelly, I've saved $3,000 over my lifetime. So I'm going to go on a trip. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, what is this? What, why are you going on this trip? Well, I'm celebrating all the money that I've saved on not buying body wash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> It's so funny. It's fun. Sponsored by a bar of soap. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, there is actually an article on Oprah Daily, your favorite person, called 30 Eco-Friendly Products to Help You Live Sustainably Every Day so that you can lessen your impact on the environment. And they shared a stat that said that 77% of Americans are concerned with the environmental impact of products purchased, which means we want sustainable products, which is good. However, only 22% of us consumers have already actively made changes to be more eco-friendly. So, you know, a lot of us need to make more change, but it's good to see that there is some change and that we do really, really want more sustainable conscious products. It's it's nice. I, I'm finding that there's more of it out there. And just, you know, even just grocery stores getting rid of their plastic bags. It's nice to see just those little changes. I love it. 
Yeah, even stuff that's recyclable, they are able to turn into other new products, which is great. It doesn't just go in a landfill. So it does make a huge difference. That is so true. Oh, well, this episode was super fun. We hope that you learned a lot about some of our favorite purchases and some of the things that we no longer buy. And it goes back to the idea that you this lifestyle is really about figuring out what you actually need and what you actually what actually brings you joy in your life. You know, you you called me the other day and you're like, you know, Kelly, I had an epiphany. <laughs> like, gosh, we need to really push the idea that it's really just about what you need, figuring out what you need at the end of the day. That, uh, you know, need for your just everyday, your lifestyle, just to keep up with yourself, but also the things that really light you up. And uh, I love that. And hopefully we've inspired some of you listeners. And if there's anything that you want links to, any of the items that we own that you're like, oh, I really kind of want that, just send us a DM on our Instagram page at Millennial Minimalists. And uh, yeah, we will speak with you soon. Yeah, we'll speak with you soon. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks so much. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that our conversation has motivated you to think about some of the things that you can stop buying, or maybe you have a few things in your home that you can let go of. And perhaps some of our favorite minimalist purchases may be useful to you, such as items that can help you save time, money, and the environment. As mentioned, living a minimalist lifestyle is really about identifying your needs and values and living in alignment with them. And by understanding what is useful to you, it'll become easier for you to make better decisions about the things you buy and the items you keep in your home. And if you enjoyed this discussion, please kindly let us know by sending us a direct message on Instagram or Facebook at Millennial Minimalist, or by sharing a kind five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We absolutely love reading new reviews that come in, and we appreciate those of you who have already taken the time to write us. Your words really help us grow and bring on exciting guests. And you can learn more about us on our website at mastersimplicity.com, including links to our closet decluttering e-guide and our one-on-one closet decluttering consultations hosted by Lauren. And as always, you can find these quick links in the show notes. So thanks again for listening and I will speak with you next week. Bye-bye.